This week on The Family Vacationer, we're going cruising. If you're a first-time cruiser or an experienced vet, this episode is for you. Episode 12 starts now. Welcome to The Family Vacationer with Rob and Danny. Rob and Danny. The go-to podcast for families on the move. Hello, friends. I'm Rob. And I'm Danny. And this is The Family Vacationer. Episode 12 is a look at the cruise industry. What makes this $150 billion industry so attractive that 82% of the people that have taken a cruise are already planning a cruise as their next vacation? Currently, there's 55 cruise lines in operation spanning ocean, river, and specialty cruising with 278 ships projected to be in operation in 2020. 32 million million people are projected to cruise this year, up 2 million from last year. And one thing we know, cruise lines are having to evolve as the taste of the cruise travelers changing. You take one look through that Instagram feed, we'll no doubt show you somebody you know at an exotic locale on a cruise ship. So passengers come aboard with a lot of different expectations from healthy food options and spa treatments to achievement-based plans that go beyond a simple experience. Now, different segments are also rising. Solo travelers, female groups, and Gen Z are all just a few of the different segments of travelers with sometimes wildly different expectations. Okay, now, Rob, you're the expert here. So what makes this form of vacation so popular? You know, Dan, I think part of it, at least in my opinion, has to do with the all-inclusive mentality. Definitely. Who wants to keep opening up your wallet every time there's a dinner or mm-hmm. you want to do an activity when you go on vacation? Pay one price, pay it up front, and just enjoy. That's right. Additionally, the modern cruise ship, I mean, it's become a destination in and of itself. Go-kart tracks, skydiving simulators, water slides, escape rooms, Broadway shows, these ships have it all. And, you know, they do. And, you know, when I, when I hear people talk about cruise ships, I always hear them talk about the same topic, and that is food, food. <laughs> all the food, which is my downfall. Yeah. Well, you got hot dog and ice cream stations. You got buffets every time you turn around. More food than you could possibly ever eat, although some people do try to eat it all. Mm-hmm. Another popular part of the cruise experience is the ability to visit different ports of call. You know, cruise lines have really stepped up the experience with their private islands that we'll cover a little bit that offer water parks, watercraft rentals, snorkeling, and, and so much more. Yeah, you can definitely keep yourself busy on these ships. And uh, with, Now, with all this information we've already mentioned, how do you even start to choose what cruise is right for you and your family? You know, you want to take a cruise, first time, whatever. How do you even start? That's a good question. So I had a first-time cruiser contact me recently. Mm-hmm. And she was like, we want to go on a cruise, but we're terrified of all these upcharges and add-ons and we're not sure what boat we want to do. And so it can be overwhelming, but there's a couple of questions that you want to ask right at jump, just so you kind of narrow down your focus. So first question, is this a family cruise? Are you taking the kids? That's kind of push you one way or the other. Yeah, definitely. What are the ages of the people traveling? If you are bringing kids, are they younger children? Are they Mm -hmm. older children? Again, that's going to push you one direction or another. Are you more interested in the itinerary and the shore excursions when you get to a port of call? Or do you want the boat to be a destination in and of itself? Is the shipboard entertainment, is it that important to you? Yeah. If it's the latter, how important is the quality of food and onboard entertainment? Are you looking to be entertained Broadway, like, you know, superior shows? Are you wanting 
to go to the casino to gamble. A lot yeah. of people like to do that. How important is it what your cabin looks like? Does it have to be, you know, ornate? Does it stylish? Mm-hmm. Do you, mm-hmm. you know, do you get claustrophobic easy? That's, yeah, you know, definitely. those inside cabins can be, they can induce a little claustrophobia. But that's just the beginning of the conversation. Yeah. These questions are just meant to kind of start start you on your journey and point you in one direction or the other. Yeah. And so we want to get and tell you for the focus of this podcast, we're going to focus on the ocean cruises. Uh, you know, we've done some informal surveying of best in class in the cruise industry. Then we're hoping to give you a little direction based on what's important to you personally. Okay. Rob, now you're the expert. We're going to kick things off with best entertainment. What do you got? So, You've decided that shipboard entertainment is important to you. That's great. Royal Caribbean is always a good bet. Broadway quality shows. They've got the surf simulators. They've got water slides, skydiving simulators, rock climbing, escape rooms. Royal Caribbean makes it almost impossible to get bored. Now, I, I will also mention, again, if it's a family cruise, Disney is a, would yeah. be an excellent choice in that area as well. Definitely. They, they've got, obviously, the Disney-inspired Broadway shows, they've got the character meeting greets. Yeah. So those are two good choices. And there are some diehard Disney fans. Yes, I'm one of them. Exactly. Right. <laughs> yeah. All right. Now, I just want to interject here. I have to say that Royal Caribbean, when you talk about entertainment, I think they're really great. And they were the first ones, I don't know if you know this, but they were the first ones to bring in the indoor skydiving feature on a ship. I did not know that. They brought in on Quantum of the Seas in 2014. And also, you know, escape rooms are a, they're a thing for the last few years. People love to do escape rooms, and they've added those as well on their on their recent excursions. So, I got to say, they they got the market on the entertainment factor. We took Royal Caribbean uh, several years ago, mm-hmm. and tons to do. Yeah, it, great ship. We did as well. We did uh, Mariner of the Seas mm-hmm. not too long ago, and I found myself playing bingo. Wow. Yeah, a little a little upcharge for that. Not not much. You had to buy the cards and and the I don't know what the blotter. I don't know what they call that yeah. thing. What was the age group of people playing bingo? Because you know we always think about the old. Surprisingly, people. it was all ages. It really. Uh-huh. My daughter, who's eighteen, she was all about playing some bingo. So that's cool. Yeah, bingo's cool, man. No, it it's. I think it's a little different on a cruise ship, maybe than. <laughs> At your local uh, yeah. bingo parlor. but uh, Did you win anything? I won nothing. Nothing at all. But <laughs> Which I had is what would time. happen to me. Nothing. I, I had a good time. But yeah. yeah. So let's talk food. Right. My Again, <laughs> this is the terrible part. I, I gained 20 pounds. You ever hear people say that? I don't think it's an exaggeration sometimes on some is. of these cruises. Yeah. I, it's tough to have a bad meal on just about any cruise. But Holland America, they really go above and beyond here due to the partnerships that they forge with some excellent chefs of the celebrity and non-celebrity variety. Menus on Holland America cruises are amazing from main dining to specialty restaurants, especially like the Asian themed tamarind. Really just excellent food. Oh yeah. And and I did a little research on this. I got to hand it to Holland America when it comes to... Did did you get on a cruise and, and go eat? (laughs) <laughs> no, but I'm hoping this will inspire someone to send me. <laughs> there you go. So if you're listening and want to donate, just email. <laughs> I'm kidding. You know, I did look at their menus, and one of the cool things is they specialize. You know, their thing is the locally inspired dishes. Right. So you do an Alaska cruise, you're going to find things like, you know, salmon brochettes, cheese, and beef piroshki. Piroshki. Piroshki, yes. Yeah. And macadamia cilantro crusted shrimp. 
So, yes, now I am going to go. Hey, it's, uh, it's lunchtime, right? I'm telling you. <laughs> you. You do the Canada, New England cruise, you're going to have things like New England clam chowder. Uh, you didn't say that correctly. Chowder. Chowder. <laughs> New England clam chowder. I'll work on that accent. It's wicked. <laughs> Maine lobster. So, yeah, anyway, they're, they're chiming in on the places you're visiting. It's really cool. I have to say, have you ever been to Maine? No, not yet, but we've talked about it about 300 times. Yeah, so... Lobster in Maine is different than anywhere else I've had lobster. And once you, I, I feel like once you have lobster in Maine, yeah. uh, you just don't want it anywhere else. It's so good. So, so good. It, I mean, is it just fresher, cooked differently, all of the above? What? I think it's sweeter. Like the, mm. the, the lobster meat is sweeter there. But, it, I mean, it is one thing when you can get it right out of the water. I mean, that's. Yeah, right. right. Now, that, do, you, do you do the lobster rolls? I do. The funny thing is McDonald's, I don't know if they still do it because this has been quite a few years ago, but McDonald's in Maine have McLobster rolls. No way. Kid you not. That's weird. Yes. Um, you know, I keep, I hear everybody talk about the lobster rolls and they're, you know, of course I am an anti-mayonnaise person. Yeah, I'm not. Well, here's, here's my thing with mayonnaise while wow, we're getting way off topic, but that's all right. as long as I don't see the mayonnaise go into the food, I'm okay with it. But mm. if... If I actually see somebody put mayonnaise into something, I can't do it. And like I'm sure you you feel if it's if it's really mayonnaise, if that's a word, I, I can't do it either. But a lot of lobster rolls that they use it as a binding agent, but yeah. not it's not a heavy taste. Like the the better the lobster roll, the the less you'll taste the the mayonnaise, in my opinion. Well, you know, people tell me that it's just pretty much the bread and the lobster and the butter. That, Which a lot of them, great. that's the case. Yeah, that's yeah. they just throw some butter and some normally some lime juice. I mean, a lemon yeah. juice, and and boom, you got a lobster. Yeah. Roll. Well, anyway, I got off topic talking about lobster. No, rolls, I'm ready to go eat that's, lunch. Every time I hear about Maine, you got to get the lobster roll, man. It's Definitely. Awesome. All right, so let's go to cabins. Mm-hmm. So this is another thing. So a lot of people, when they're looking at going to, we talked about this before, Las yeah. Vegas or Disney mm-hmm. or a cruise. Their philosophy is, why am I going to pay so much for something that I'm not going to be in a lot of the, of the time? Yeah. And, and I totally get that. But if it is still important to you, you know, what your cabin looks like, having yeah. a little bit of room, there are some cruise lines that I think, you know, for example, Disney Cruise Lines, they offer bathtubs in their rooms. Okay. If you're bringing especially the little kids with you, yeah. that's huge. It is huge. They offer split bathrooms where two people can get, you know, they have a... A half bath where one person can be getting ready while somebody else is in the shower. Yeah. That's huge. You don't see that on a lot of cruise lines. So with that said, the nod here goes to celebrity cruises. So, And it's not just for what they do with their high-end rooms. It's really from their interior rooms all the way up to their suites. They do an excellent job. A lot of it is just the little details. Like they've got USB ports in their, in the lamps. Mm Mm-hmm. And we've talked about it before on a cruise ship. You don't get a lot of outlets. Yeah. And you can't take your power strip from well, what, from okay. your experience. So, wow. so what I have found about that is yeah. you can take power strips. There are just some that are approved specifically for cruise ships. Okay. I got you. You can, I took a, like an old. <laughs> okay. So that was the problem. Yeah. I just took a power strip that I found in the garage and took it with me and <laughs> yeah. So, so get an approved power strip. An approved power strip, but back to celebrity. Yeah. So they have glass fronted cabinetry that really helped the, it just, it makes the room feel open mm-hmm. and you have a ton of storage in their rooms. So celebrity gets the nod there. 
you know, and there are those people, I know one, there are those people that take, take a cruise or go anywhere on vacation. And to them, the vacation is I get to stay in the room and sleep. That's true. So if you're one of those people, think about this because, you know, you're going to be more comfortable. You like the yeah. room better. So. Yep. And again, if you're claustrophobic, like my wife is claustrophobic, she gets claustrophobic really easy. Interior rooms, you may want to pay a little bit extra for, mm-hmm. if nothing else, the ocean view, which normally comes with a port where you can at least see the outside. Yeah. So yeah. again, on the Mariner of the Seas, our in-law, my in-laws had an interior room and it was small and cramped. So yeah. I would have, I don't get claustrophobic easy and I would have had a problem in there. So. In our room on Royal, we, we didn't pay for the, you know, the balcony and the, right. the window and all that. So, cause we are people who like to stay within a budget. Yeah. But, you know, we, we were perfectly fine with our room, but it was, you know, no windows, nothing. And, you know, you always have that feeling, what if something goes wrong? <laughs> right. You're going to be Can like, I get out of here in time? <laughs> so. All right. So let's go now to best family cruises. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of suspense here. Disney's first in class. Oh, yeah. The aforementioned rooms with the bathtubs and the split bathrooms that allow for multiple people to clean up at the same time. The kids' rooms here are so awesome. So you can pilot spaceships. You can learn how to be a superhero. I mean, these rooms are next level kid entertainment. And for adults. Yeah, I don't think they let adults in there. Come on, man. I want to fly a spaceship. I mean, they have, um, you know, the new Smuggler's Run ride at Walt Disney World and Disneyland. Yeah. Well, they basically have a a tinier version of that on the Disney cruises where you can pilot. I mean, it's it's awesome. That is so so cool. uh, They also feature interactive meals. Many unique character meet and greet opportunities. So if your kids are enjoying the fantastic kids rooms, here's a little tip. Adults can take advantage of the adults only spaces, which they do have on Disney cruises and they're very rarely crowded. Oh, wow. So it's, and it's not like you don't have to feel like you're sloughing your kid off in a kid's room. You uh-huh. know that they're having the time of their life. Yeah. You can, and you know, the people that take care of your kids, they, you sign them in. Yeah. And it's really cool. Yep. Another added bonus on Disney cruises, no soda package needed here. That's actually yeah. part of your cruise. So, And that's a good thing. That's yes. a good deal. You know, moving on to a kind of a different topic, I, I hear so much about Alaskan cruises. Yes. Everybody talking about how great this thing is. So if that's your thing, who do you need to go with? Well, in my opinion, Holland America gets the nod here. And that has a lot to do with the relationships that the company has and permits that give their passengers access to a lot of the glacier areas that some of the other cruise lines just don't have. They also have uh, partnerships that allow them to park closer in port, which means less walking time and more time actually experiencing a lot of the Alaskan ports there. So, you know, lots of experienced travelers will tell you that Alaska is more the destination than the ship. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if you're looking for onboard water slides and, you know, all the entertainment that we mentioned with Royal Caribbean, yeah. Holland America is probably not the boat that you want to go with. Okay. And you can still go with the Royal Caribbean, Norwegian, Disney. I mean, they all have Alaskan cruises. Mm-hmm. It's just Holland America doesn't offer a ton of, of onboard entertainment in the same way that some of these other cruise lines do. Yeah, you, you go to Alaska, you're you're whale watching, you're yep. scenery watching. That's, you're watching the glaciers. Exactly. And, you know, here's the thing. When, so, and I think we've talked about this before as well. We were, for my parents' 50th anniversary, we were planning a cruise for the summer. 
we were originally going to do an Alaskan cruise, yeah. but with the with I've got a four year old, I just don't yeah. know how long he's going to stare at glaciers and go, exactly. "Oh, that's cool." Like, where's the fun? Where's the arcade? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. So you're spending all slide. that money to go to to Alaska to play an arcade. You know, it's, yeah, so. yeah, that's true. So you know, there are a lot of people who are they want to try out a cruise for the first time without losing a lot of money. Yep. Or or maybe they're a repeat cruiser, but they're still working on a budget. So if you're one of the budget watchers, you go with to stay on budget. Yeah. I'm sometimes price is the overriding factor. There's, I mean, there's no apologies for that. Mm -hmm. I totally get it. You're wanting the experience of cruising, but you just don't have a lot of money to spend. Yeah. So carnival carnival is a great option and the leader in this category. Carnival still offers the water slides, the shows, Mm -hmm. the food, but at a more budget friendly cost. Perhaps you don't, need some of the frills associated with some of the other cruises, your dollar is going to stretch a lot farther with, with carnival. Yeah. And one of the things with carnival too is in customer service surveys, carnival typically is at the top of that. So really in addition to, you know, saving some money, you also get top of the level service. Well, that's an interesting piece of info. You know, I, I really don't know. I've not gone on carnival, but I do know a lot of people that have, and you know, customer service is huge to any, any business. That's good to hear. I mean, I know some diehard carnival people. Yeah. They say, oh, we're not going to go any royal or anybody. We're going to go carnival. Well, it's, it can be the difference in a good, between a good and a great experience. So, yeah. absolutely. A growing trend is solo cruising, which yep. I find hard to believe, but yeah. I mean, it's growing. So, what about the solo cruisers? You know, I guess if you're at a certain stage in life and, you know, why not? You know, Trying so to meet people. Yeah. Solo cruisers. It's a growing trend of, of the traveling public. Norwegian is tops in this industry at providing the space for these travelers. Company has six ships that sell its studio solo staterooms, and that includes some of their newest ships. Uh, you're going to see this popping up a lot more on some of the newer ships that are coming out. Okay. Norwegian also has some dedicated solo lounges just for the people to mingle and meet and greet. So Yeah, so that might be the main motivation of being a solo cruiser. Yeah, I would imagine. Yeah. <laughs> I would just, yeah, I don't know. I'd probably be bored. You know, if you're single, you want to cruise, but yeah. getting your friends together to do, you know, getting a group of friends to do any one thing is sometimes difficult. It is. So sometimes it you're is. like, forget it. I'm just going to go on a cruise yeah. and hang out with whoever I find on the cruise. So. Yeah, there are plenty of people who like to do their own thing. Yeah. All right. A while ago, we talked about how much the business is growing. What should we be watching for in the future of cruise business? There is something to watch. Virgin. I don't know, Dan, if you're a fan of the Virgin businesses there, but uh, I love just about everything they do from airlines to phones to, I just, I like their take on just about anything. So they're bursting onto the cruise scene this year with the Scarlet Lady, which is the, the company's flagship first ship. All right. The Valiant Lady isn't too far behind. So it shows that they're, they're planning on being here for a while. Uh, what separates Virgin Cruises from all the other ones? Well, for one, it's adults only. Oh, okay. And they replace a lot of the things you expect on a cruise, like buffets and gratuities, and, and all that is included. Actually, the buffets, they don't do buffets. They have over 20 different specialty restaurants that are part of the cruise. You know, normally on a, on a typical cruise, if you have a mm-hmm. quote-unquote specialty restaurant, it's an added charge, right? Okay, yeah. So on Virgin, they don't do the buffets, especially restaurants are just part of the cruise. Yeah, okay. So, but it gives you an opportunity to sample different flavors every night if you want. So That's awesome. Oh, Wi-Fi is also included. 
Oh, okay. That's a big deal. I actually misspelled that in our notes. It says gratuities and even wife are included. Oh. There is no wife included. <laughs> As of now, you have to bring, bring the your wife own. with you. Yes. All right. So, yeah. Sorry. Bring Oops. your own wife. Yes. Well, that is a perfectly good lead into what's new in the cruise industry in 2020. Let's talk about five new cruise ships that are coming online this year. Why don't we start with the Scarlet Lady? So yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. So we talked about the Scarlet Lady a while ago. Virgin's 2,770 passenger flagship is due to come out April of 2020. You should know that this ship was designed by creatives with no ties to the cruise industry, which makes it a little interesting twist. Yeah. It has some industry first on this ship, like a tattoo parlor. Nice. So you you get a little ink souvenir. You know, you, uh, yeah, get the alcohol package, make some bad decisions, and you get a tattoo. So You will always remember that cruise yes. every time you look down. No regrets. <laughs> <laughs> no regrets. <laughs> in a vinyl shop. So you can so. get your local uh, records there. So, yeah. you know, they, it doesn't say about having a record player in your cabin, though. So I would want that. If I'm buying some vinyl, yeah. I want to hear it. Vinyl is back in. Yeah, it is. I'm telling you, man. I, you know, my daughter wanted a record player last Christmas. Nice. And, of course, everybody wants to push off their old records that have been <laughs> sitting in a box in their basement for 40 years. Right. But, you know, you can. I was at Guitar Center recently, and they have a whole section of vinyl. Nice. It's a big thing. It's growing. Anyway, they got a vinyl shop. <laughs> it's going to be interesting to see the public's response to this ship, though. As Virgin, you know, they're taking aim at the younger and hipper set. Yeah, when, which I, I am neither. But uh, <laughs> when most people think cruises, you do think of the older crowd. So, you know, in one sense, it, it makes sense for Virgin to target yeah. the younger and hipper folks. But... You know, if, if they weren't cruising, then it's going to be interesting to see if the changes that they've made are what gets the younger and hipper set on a cruise. Yeah, so, it'd be interesting to see how much how successful this is. Absolutely. Yeah. So let's go to the Carnival Mardi Gras. So have you ever been at sea and thought, man, if only there was a roller coaster for me to ride? <laughs> well, if that's you, the Mardi Gras yes. is going to be your ship. It's offering a coaster with 800 feet of track and speeds upward of 40 miles an hour. I'm imagining yeah. if the winds are bad, they're not going to let people on this. But uh, well, okay, is 40 fast for a roller coaster? I would, yeah, right. Is it? I would imagine. I don't know. I mean, I've been on some fast ones, but you know, you, you know how fast you're really going. I guess it's hard to tell when you're. I would imagine on a boat at sea, 40 miles an hour would probably seem like... <laughs> that would be pretty windy. Yeah. I. Mm. Anyway, this mammoth 5,280-passenger ship will be the largest in the Carnival fleet. Offering the largest water park and 600-foot ropes course, this ship is sure to ex excite and delight. There's restaurants by celebrity chefs Emeril Lagasse, Guy Fieri, and Shaquille O'Neal, although I didn't know that Shaquille was a celebrity chef. I was about to say. He does just about everything else, so I guess it shouldn't be a surprise. Well, he owns some Papa John's, right? But He's a big Papa John. Yeah, well, figuratively and literally. Yeah. <laughs> very large I guess he's a owner. chef now. So. I, okay. Uh, but they're going to be featured in different theme zones. So the Mardi Gras will have its home port in Port Canaveral, at least for the time being. Okay. All right. Here's another one coming out. Celebrity Apex. Now, this is the sister ship to the popular Celebrity Edge. The Apex will also be coming out in April. 
and the apex will feature the infinity balconies as well as 29 culinary venues and a new first for celebrity solo cabins. See, there you go. They're coming. Yep. The rooftop garden is also a really wonderful place to take in the scenery and the magic carpet is my favorite piece to this ship. A floating space on the side of the ship that goes between decks two and 16. Nice. So one minute it's a lounge and a restaurant the next. The Apex will also kick off its service in Europe before coming home to Fort Lauderdale for week-long Caribbean trips. The Royal Caribbean is next with the Odyssey of the Seas. Royal Caribbean continues its quest to get bigger and bigger every time they produce a new ship. And they try to see just how much fun and excitement they can cram into it. So this 5,498-passenger Odyssey features a bi-level pool deck, kids' aqua park, the North Star Observation Pod, which is, if you've never seen that, it's kind of like if you took one of the pieces off these big Ferris wheels that have popped up in every major city yeah. and put a big hydraulic arm on it and kind of... So you could go over the edge of the boat and yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. No, but skydiving simulator, bungee trampoline, dining options, and a rooftop style bar, all on this ship. It also converts into a submarine, which is really cool. Okay, what? I'm kidding. It doesn't really do that. <laughs> or am I? I'm, anyway, some some of this just seems surreal. The Odyssey will have a what's called a Cplex, which is the largest indoor event space at sea where you've got glow-in-the-dark laser tag, mm-hmm. trapeze school. Yeah, man. Trapeze school? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, go figure. You can learn to be a carny. It's awesome. That is cool. Virtual reality uh, arcades and bumper cars. So I'm just exhausted reading all of that. Okay, I should have seen that coming. Virtual reality arcades. Yes. That is amazing. That will be cool to see how the, that's just That's another segment that's growing just all over, period. But it's coming to cruise ships now. Other Royal Caribbean favorites, including the Bionic Bar, which if you want a couple of Bionic Arms to make your uh, cocktail, there you go. Mm -hmm. And the adults-only Solarium area will also be included on this ship. Fort Lauderdale, which seems to be a popular port, will also serve as home port for this gargantuan ship. Okay. Well, the fifth one we're going to talk about is Enchanted Princess. I love hanging out on the balcony when I cruise. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, right? The Enchanted Princess offers more balcony space than any other cruise line with around 1,000 feet. Wow. So how about more pools, more hot tubs than any other ship in the 19-ship fleet? Yes, please. For the daredevils among us, the Seawalk allows you to walk over the ocean on a glass walkway. Uh, That's a hard pass. (laughs) It is for me, too. But, hey, there's somebody that's going to love it. Exactly, yes. Got new and enhanced public spaces, a French bistro, and a jazz club are all a few of the offerings on this beautiful ship. That's cool. When we come back, we're going to talk about what's typically included on a cruise and what's not, and finish up with a look at the private islands that cruise lines operate. First, we're going to take a word from our sponsor, The Language Tutor. Hi friends, Danny Evans here, and I want to tell you about The Language Tutor, your one-stop YouTube channel for learning languages. You ever wanted to learn Spanish or French or know someone that wants to learn English? Well, you can find great lessons for language learning on our channel, The Language Tutor. Just simply go to YouTube and type in 
The Language Tutor, and you'll find our channel there. Make sure you subscribe to the channel and click that notification bell so that you'll never miss any of our great lessons that come in every single week. I hope to see you on The Language Tutor. And we're back. So whenever I speak to a first-time cruiser, there's a palpable fear about all the add-ons and the extras. I told you about the yes. the person that I talked to this week, yeah. and I, I totally understand. It, it can yeah. be a bit overwhelming. you got to know what you're doing up front. Yes, absolutely. But there, there are ways to manage the stress. One is to get a travel agent to help you, <clears throat> but the other... Rob Jones. Yes, sir, uh, is having a general understanding of what you can expect to pay for out of pocket and what's included in a cruise. So the basics are always going to be covered. Mm-hmm. Meals, drinks like tap water, coffee, and tea, limited room service options, main theater shows, and activities like trivia, pool games, big screen movies, sports deck activities, and fitness centers are all going to be included typically. Childcare as well for ages 3 to 17, and the onboard kids clubs are also included. Yeah. So, okay, you got that covered What's extra? We're going to start with some of the obvious. Alcohol. Alcohol. Alcoholic drinks. Now, and most of the time, it's, it's labeled as premium drink packages. But these things can run anywhere from $20 to $70 per day. And that's per person, mm. depending on the link to the cruise and the cruise line. So try and buy an alcoholic drink without it. It is not uncommon for drinks to cost $15 and up. Yes. So it honestly just depends on how much you plan to drink as to whether or not it's worth it to you personally, right? Yes. I I always consider this, I always call this like the uh, seafood buffet rule. Yeah. So you know when you're at the beach and you want to have some good seafood and you run across this restaurant Mm -hmm. and it's like 40 or $50 for the seafood buffet and you're like, all right, we're at the beach, I'm going to splurge, let's do it. Yeah. You feel pressure to eat 40 or $50 worth of food, right? Yeah, you do. And the the chances of you leaving miserable Uh from eating that much food are very high. So... It's just something you need to consider. And like, then you got to go lay down your room that's right. swaying back and forth. Yeah, and you're going to miss out. So if we if we carry that over talking about alcohol, you're going to miss out some uh-huh. shipboard activities because you're in your room recovery. Yep. Especially the older that you get. I mean, <laughs> yeah, right. So, yeah, just along those lines, soda drinks are typically not covered except on a Disney cruise. Mm-hmm. They run anywhere from 8 The package runs anywhere from 8 to $12 per person per day. Definitely take note, quite a few of the cruise lines require that if one person in a cabin has a, a certain drink package, everyone in the cabin, over 21, if it's an alcohol package, they must also have that same package. Really? So let's say yeah, you and your wife go, your wife doesn't drink, you want to drink. You can't have the alcohol package and her not. So that's that's another You're thing. Cons- no, no. That's not true with every cruise line, but I yeah. know for Royal Caribbean, for one, that is the case. Wow. So, yes. Yeah, she, she really doesn't drink. That's crazy. So specialty or alternative restaurants, we talked about, you know, that specialty name. It typically means there's also an extra charge as well. You, from celebrity restaurants to Ben and Jerry's ice creams to ice cream. Also Johnny Rockets on Royal Caribbean. That's an extra cost. Okay. These restaurants can set you back an additional 25 to $50 a person. Obviously not ice cream. That's a little different. But yeah. Disney's Remy, for example, on their on their cruise ship, it's an additional ninety five dollars per person. Wow! Yeah. 
Specialty items and late night room service orders will also incur a fee on just about every mainstream cruise line. And, you know, I'm just realizing when you said that $95 per person per day, I mean, no, that's $95 per meal. So, so let's say you you want to go eat at Remy one night instead of going to the the dining hall, the the mainstream restaurant. That's a ninety five dollar charge per person. It's yeah. not a package though. So yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, that that can stack up. Okay, quickly. Yeah, <laughs> quickly. I mean you can surpass the price of your cruise. Well, team. and and that speaks to what people are worried about because you know you, you ask what's the price of the cruise, you get a price. Yeah. And so then you start tacking on all these other things and the price can quickly get out of hand. Definitely. So you just have to pay attention to that and be, and be, you know, be deliberate about where you're spending your money. So there are certain shows on different cruise lines that will also cost you extra. Typically, like we, like we talked about, the main theater shows are, are covered. Norwegian, for example, has a deal or no deal show that costs passengers Nineteen ninety five extra to participate. Okay. Um, there are some cruise lines that have some Cirque du Soleil shows, Typically, those incur an extra fee as well. Uh, there are onboard activities like bingo. Obviously, casino games cost money. And the arcades cost as well. So, as you can imagine, spa treatments are also extra. Mm-hmm. You're not getting a massage for free on most cruise lines. Uh, some of the fitness classes cost money. I hear that the hot goat spinning yoga is especially expensive. <laughs> That's I better not, start saving for that that's, now. That's not actually a thing. It should be. It might be soon, but yeah. it's not now. In-cabin babysitting and babysitting for under three years of age, child care, that's also going to cost you extra. Mm-hmm. But certainly can be worth it if you want your children to be on the cruise so you can experience all that together. But you also want a little bit of couples time. A little time, yeah. So, uh, Gratuities are also extra. Cruise lines offer you the opportunity to pay for those up front. Definitely do that. It's worth it just to be able to have one less thing to worry about when you're on the cruise. Yeah, right. Absolutely. Okay, so another additional cost that you have to check out beforehand is Wi-Fi. So what do you recommend with Wi-Fi options? So I know in our digital age, in our age of having the phone with us at all times, this can be tough. But my recommendation is always the same. Unless you absolutely have to be connected to the mainland, just pick one device, pick one person's mm-hmm. phone, pay to have Wi-Fi for that device. Yeah. If you're carrying an iPad, a phone, a computer, whatever else, Wi-Fi packages can get expensive quickly, especially if you've got your teenage daughter in the room with you or teenage yeah. son, or and they're on, they have eight devices and they all want Wi-Fi for all of them. You know, and the additional part of it is the Wi-Fi on the ship is rarely that great. Okay. So you're paying all that money for slow Wi-Fi. So... Yeah, I definitely want to mention this too. It's best if you, and I don't want to speak for everybody because everybody's different, but it really is good if you can just disconnect from everything. Absolutely. But here's the thing, you know, you take the kids with you, you want to, you want to kind of let them do their own thing, but you still want to be able to contact them, you know, without Wi-Fi, without cell phones, how are the kids doing? Are they okay? Where are they? We brought in walkie talkies. Yeah. And let me tell you, you know, of course we didn't have, we didn't do Wi-Fi and all that stuff, but the girls were to the age where they would say, we want to go hang out in the teen club, sure, which we thought was awesome. Yeah. And it didn't take them long. They had a a friend group going, Yeah, but we would just say, Hey, take, take the walkie talkie, leave it on channel, whatever. And we could call them at any time. Say, Hey, what you girls doing? Yeah. And we're doing this, that, and what time are you going to be back? 
And so that's a really cool option. We did that at the beach. And I tell you what, it was, it was awesome because I didn't want to carry my phone with me everywhere. Right. Cause I was trying to disconnect a little bit. Yeah. It was one of those uh, vacations where I just, I really wanted to get away from mm-hmm. everyday life, but I, you know, you still want to be connected to your kids and the yeah. other family members and it absolutely works well. That's a good, that's a good tip. It's tough for me to disconnect. You know, me who has five jobs, I, uh, you know, if I have my phone with me, I'm going to be tempted to respond or address something. So just try to disconnect. It's a good thing. I think everybody's that way. So, yeah. so that's a good example of what's covered and what's not. Now we're going to take a look at the private islands operated by the different cruise line. So, you know, let's face it. The Caribbean already has plenty of family vacation appeal, right? It's yes. beautiful. The water's beautiful. The beach is beautiful. Add to that all the amenities that the cruise lines have created in their islands, and you have travel destinations that continually rank the highest with the customer service surveys with the passengers. Over-the-top water parks, playgrounds, horseback riding, parasailing, jet skis, you name it. These islands are top-notch family destinations. So the first one we're going to look at, we're going to look at five, Disney's Longboat Key. The private island actually started, this is an answer to a trivia question, and actually started as a filming location for the Tom Hanks movie Splash. No way. Daryl Hannah was in there, right? Yes, she was. Yeah. So Disney then turned the island into its own private island experience. You have plenty of meet and greet character experiences that are on the island. Plus there's a, a 2,400 square foot water area, water play area called Spring Leak. Families can swim out to <laughs> Spring Leak. You have to be careful with that one. Uh, <laughs> families can swim out to Pelican Plunge, which is a floating platform with water slides, water cannons, and more. There's also the In the Shade game pavilion for basketball, table tennis, billiards, and foosball. The island offers um, programs that are supervised by counselors, age groups 3 to 17. They have the Monstro Point, which is a fun place for, for kids to look for whale bones. Hey. Yeah. Uh, hideouts designed for kids 14 to 17. The island even has a teen kayak and excursion called the Wild Side. Hmm. We did kayaks in the in the Bahamas. That's a cool deal. Yeah. Well, I mean, obviously, water is going to be the star of the show here mm-hmm. at Longboat Key. Longboat Key. It's spelled K. Key. I always confuse that. Gotcha. Sailboat snorkeling, stand-up paddle boards, water cycles, sea kayaks are all on hand to help families take advantage of the 12-acre lagoon. Then there is Half Moon K, Holland, America. Now, this is a 2,400-acre island, and it's actually a bird sanctuary. It's in the Bahamas. It's used by both Holland America and Carnival. Although one of the worst kept secrets in the cruise industry is that Carnival is planning to open its own island. Mm. The island offers kid-friendly activities like stingray adventures, snorkel boat, and how about a 3,860 square foot pirate-themed children's water park? Arr. Arr. <laughs> Additionally, there are paddle boats, water bikes, sun fishing, Hobie cat boats, along with the kayaks. There's a beach party with a DJ. Oops, oops, oops. No? (laughs) You want me to keep going? Yeah. Okay. And also, there is a beach party complete with DJ and barbecue island lunch. So for those looking to shop, there is also a straw market. You can even rent helmet cams to record your island fun. And families can rent everything from clamshell, sunshades, all the way up to two-story air-conditioned villas. Nice. Yeah. Well, Norwegian, we're going to go to Great Stirrup 
key next. And right off the bat, we have to mention mm-hmm. the Abaco, Abaco, I think that's how you pronounce it, Taco. It's a taco bar. Abaco you had taco. me at tacos. All right. Abaco Taco. Abaco. Is this supposed to rhyme? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. In addition to the taco bar, families can snorkel in Bertram's Cove through an underwater sculpture garden. This 268-acre island also features a kid's aqua park, and stingrays can be fed at Stingray City. Families can jet ski through the Berry Island, or they can parasail above the beaches. So Norwegian has recently invested in upgrades all across this island that have increased the size of the main buffet, the Jumbie Beach Grill, as well as doubling the number of lounge chairs on the island. All of the 22 cabanas on the island have also been refurbished. All right, then moving back to Princess, you have Princess K, or is it Key? I'm supposed to say Key, Princess It is Key, key yeah. You it's, say Key. I say, I say K half the time, so. Just, well, I hear everybody say K, so I just learned something. Yeah. You're supposed no. to say Key. That's, yeah, supposedly. All right, coming just from pick the one. I, yeah. I, we'll use both of them. How about that? I'm supposed to know stuff about language, and I'm saying Princess K. That's All right. 40-acre Princess Key offers more than one and a half miles of beaches. And it's plenty of food and drinks, plenty of food and drink outlets, shopping, water sports. Princess also offers day beds and villas for rent on the island, with the villas having private showers, and they're also in walking distance of the beach. Also, Princess Key offers dune buggy rides on the beach as an excursion. That sounds that sounds really oh, fun. <laughs> man, that's, yeah, that is super cool. There's also, now, okay, this is cool. There's also glass bottom kayaking. Nice. And a stingray encounter. Passengers can also sign up for, a, for guided hikes through the Leon Levy Native Plant Preserve. Very cool. Yeah. So finally, Royal Caribbean is going to be the last one we look at. Perfect day at Coco Cay. I love this place. Mm-hmm. Royal Caribbean spent over a billion, do- a billion dollars Good. in renovations to this private island. You can take a picture at 450 feet up in the helium balloon, or you can conquer the tallest water slide in North America. Uh, maybe relaxing in the largest freshwater pool in the Bahamas is more your speed. That's where I spent a lot of my time. Yeah. Perfect day. Absolutely. Um, now you can even get a taste of Bora Bora. They have over the water cabanas that you can rent. So that's cool. Very cool. Coco K is divided. Coco Key is divided. See, we're, we're just going to, we're going to go back and forth. That's fine. <laughs> Is divided into neighborhoods. There's Cocoa Beach Club, the Thrill Park, Oasis. Uh, Thrill Park is the water park. Yeah. That's also an extra fee, just so you know. It, it's it's out on the water, right? Is that the same one that's out no, on the water? No, it's actually it's in different. the heart of the island. Okay, this is a different one. Than I yeah. Mentioned. Oasis Lagoon, Chill Island, South Beach, and Up, Up, and Away, which is where the helium balloon is, obviously, for mm-hmm. obvious reasons. Coco Key offers excellent food at several different locations. And a splash pad, just about any child will love. And I have to tell you, the yep. best food that I think we had on the entire cruise, we had a hamburger at a, one of the joints there on Coco Key. Yeah. My gosh, it was the best hamburger I've ever had in my whole life. Wow. It could have been because we were just really hungry. I don't know. But yeah, it, right, it right. was really, really good. You know, they've got a little beachside, uh, I, don't, I don't know, it's like a bar area almost. Yeah. And, you know, they'll do lunch out there sometimes, and included in the price of your cruise. Yep. If you did the excursion. Pretty good stuff. I think they had barbecue and all kinds of chicken very, and various things. It's, good. it's pretty good food. Very good. They they have a swim-up uh, bar in the freshwater pool, which is it's really cool, too. Yeah. But you can uh, you can rent jet skis. You can snorkel to your heart's content. Like I said, simply do what I did. Just chill out at the freshwater pool. That It mm-hmm. really made for a great day. They've even... 
Royal Caribbean has cruises now where you can spend two days at Coco Key. I think you go, you leave from either Port, I can't remember if it's Port Canaveral or Fort Lauderdale, but you hit Perfect Day. Yeah. You go to Nassau, you come back and hit Perfect Day, and then you're back in, in port. So that's that's a cool cruise. Interesting. So that was a super long episode again this week. We've covered lots of information. If you have any questions or you'd like to book your next cruise, please, please, please drop me a line. My services are always free to my clients. You can contact me at Rob at the family live, and we can start planning your cruise vacation today. And join us in two weeks as we look at some popular and out of the way spring break destinations. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to the Family Vacationer. Make sure and subscribe to hear more of Rob and Danny.